Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of November 13th. As we are getting closer here to the end of the year, we welcome author Marshall John Fisher. He will be part of the Miami Book Fair taking place in just a few times here at the Miami-Dade College. And he talks about his latest book, Miami, 1972 and the NFL's only perfect season, 17 and 0, is the book. You need to just pick that up right now. Marshall John Fisher, if you are a Miami Dolphins fan, then this is the book for you. This and a whole lot more coming up next right here on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Vital. Go fly. Guidance. Surgeon, go flight. Gone. We're go flight. GNC. We're go. 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 Rodolfo Roman. Once again, everyone, thanks for joining us here on The Roman Show. The Miami Book Fair is back. Back at it again. Back to the, um, I would say, pre-COVID time uh, when things are just getting back to normal. You can meet the authors and hear from them. And it's going to be taking place November 13th to the 20th at Miami-Dade College. That is the area where you can go. You can check out MiamiBookFair.com for more information and we have the pleasure of having Marshall John Fisher. He wrote 17 and 0, Miami 1972 in the NFL's only perfect season. Had a chance to talk to him about his book and the only undefeated team in NFL history. This and a whole lot more. Hey, special thanks to our good friends at Devil Mountain Coffee. Make sure you grab a bag. It is delicious coffee. If you are feeling a little tired, you need to get yourself a bag of Devil Mountain Coffee, and it'll pick you right up. That's Devil Mountain Coffee. Remember, we're always live on our website, theromanshow.com, and on our socials, at The Roman Show, on Twitter and Roman Show Media, on Facebook and Instagram. With that said, let's welcome in Mr. Marshall John Fisher, right here on The Roman Show. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us, and we'll catch you next week right here on the program. Make sure you head out there to the Miami Book Fair, and uh, listen, it's the final episode of Combate Global this weekend, November 18th, a Friday. Great fight card lined up for you. Check that out, Paramount Plus, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can check that out. I'll be on there calling the action. Look forward to seeing you, all of you. With that being said, stay safe. Cheers, everyone. Till next one. You haven't been on? You haven't been heard. All right, welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. And uh, in November, we got the huge Miami Book Fair coming back uh, pretty much to previous uh, pre-pandemic times. And it's a great opportunity for you to meet some authors and learn about some of their writings and whatnot. And, of course, one area that we love is sports. And Miami Dolphins, 1972. We're coming on already, 30th anniversary. It's crazy to think already. Um, 
And right now, we have Mr. Marshall John Fisher. He wrote Miami 1972 in the NFL's only perfect season. And he will be a part of this great event in November at the Miami Book Fair. Mr. Marshall, thanks so much for your time. And thanks for writing this book. Uh, I hope to see the day, what you experience one day when the Dolphins winning the Super Bowl. I don't think I'll ever get to see an undefeated season. Maybe, maybe not. But at least a Super Bowl. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks. So tell me about this book. So you, you ended up growing up here in South Florida and you were a part of the whole 1972. Uh, uh, you were around. Now, were, what yeah. were you doing that day? What were you doing when the Dolphins won the Super Bowl? Just curious. I'm here in So in 72, I was nine years old and I uh, was just kind of becoming a fan of the Dolphins. My brother and my dad had been big fans for the last couple of years. And that was the first year I really was on, on board as a big fan. And, of course, that was a good year to begin, right? Because mm-hmm. it was the perfect season. And I think that season had a big effect on everybody down here, and especially on kids who were growing up. Uh, it had made such an impact and really stayed with us. So, you know, when I grew up, became a writer, and I, I always intended to write something about that, that year, that season in Miami. And uh, with the 50th anniversary coming up, I finally, I finally got it done. Crazy to think. Now... When when you wrote this book, um, of course, there's a lot of there's still some of the players around. Every year they celebrate if they if they survive. Right now, the Eagles are uh, enjoying their undefeated. Yeah. So hopefully, we continue on with that. But how how was putting in the work into this this book and getting a uh, hold of some of these players, getting some of the stories and telling it from a different aspect, not not from a player's point of view, but from a, a different point of view. Yeah, I, what I wanted to do in the book was uh, yeah, first of all tell the story of the team and the, of the season in as great detail as I could but also to talk about each of the players as, as people and their stories you know who they were where they came from and uh, but again also I had this different perspective from other things that have been written about them which was the perspective of uh, someone who was a fan who was there you know and so I wanted to sort of tell a little bit you know a little bit of a personal side to it as well but it was really great getting to talk to the players. I, I interviewed, I think, 11 of them. Of course, uh, many are gone now and others are not in great condition. But I, I talked to 11 players who were just great to talk to. And they were really happy to talk about this uh, immense achievement that they their team had. Tell me about the difference uh, from the fans today compared to then. Uh, I mean, right now, 2022, right? Yeah. We have uh, social media. <laughs> Anybody can say anything nowadays. Back then, it would have been able to talk radio, maybe some, some just TVs, uh, the newspaper, of course. But how, how was it that the fans um, took this undefeated uh, 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 team and, and celebrated? And if that, if that were to happen today, if the Dolphins were to repeat that, I mean, how do you think the fans will react today? Yeah, well, it was very different back then, as you say. Uh, and it's funny, you know, today with all the social media, as you said, in a way, fans are closer to the players because they can actually almost talk with them on social media or at least get, get reactions from them and they see uh, they have that kind of experience. Back then, we didn't have that, but um, it, it was very different. The players were, I think, more like regular people back then. They were they were not so rich and famous. I mean, well, they were famous, but they didn't have the kind of salaries that led them to lead exclusive lives separated from other people. So they would live, some of the players lived in the, like in the Cherry Grove neighborhood where a number of my friends lived and they, you know, they were their neighbors. And um, also after the games, the players parked in the same place as the fans and they'd be walking through to their cars and the fans would be tailgating and 
can them a beer and they'd kind of hang out with the fans a little. Wow. Larry Zonka talked about that a lot. So that's a big difference. You know, they, uh, their salaries were, <laughs> were such that they, a lot of them had got jobs in the off season, <laughs> even though they had pretty good salaries at that point, but they weren't like millionaires, you know? So it was a very different scene than today. How, how, how much do you think that that would have changed? Because you're right, you know, you have social media and you could in a way talk to them, but you mentioned the differences. Back then, they, you would park in the same parking lot, but even though nowadays they have their own parking lot, you're on that social media, so you're there. And, and, and that mentally as a player could impact you if, if you really get into the mean of things, into social media about people are saying. I think it was Aaron Judge or, or one of these seven players that they, they, they were on a winning streak. Uh, and you'll hear from another players too. If I'm on a streak, I stay away from social media because it's mentally, you know, it can kind of uh, destroy my vibe, to say the least. Yeah, you know, back then, um, Caden, really, between players and fans, between players of, you know, uh, different teams, as you say, you'd hear what other people are saying now. Uh, back then, there was a, a lot more of a buffer zone between the players and the and the fans and between even between themselves, yeah. So what can you say about this book and, and what can fans, the Dolphins fans, can, can take from it? But just NFL fans, football fans, or sports fans in general, what can they take from this book? I'm sorry, I'm losing you. I didn't hear that yeah, one. I said, what can fans, football fans, Dolphins fans, and just sports fans in general, or maybe I'm not a fan of football, but what can they take from this book? Well, um, first of all, it's a portrait of a different time, a time gone by where... Uh, when uh, it's a portrait of Miami in a way, uh, which was a very different place back then, much less crowded, less. Uh, it was a smaller town back then, and and um, a lot. Of, and I talk about that a lot, and um, and also about the things that were going on at the time. Uh, I kind of, I tried to weave into the story um, the issues, things that were going on during the day, and Miami was kind of a focal point for a lot that was going on in the country. Uh, both national conventions took place on Miami Beach that summer during training camp. Uh, the Vietnam War was still going. Uh, the Watergate investigation was just getting going. And President Nixon was down here a lot because he had his place on Key Biscayne. So I think what people will get from this book is a, a portrait of everything that was going on during this magical football season. You mentioned all those things happening. Uh, and then, of course, you have this wonderful story of the Dolphins going undefeated. Uh, during those times and I mean just looking back to today comparing it to 2022 and we have so many problems going on how nice was it to hear uh, as a fan or just uh, because of population right that look we, we have something nice for all this stuff that's going on in the world but there's a football team that's undefeated and it's never been done ever yes exactly and um, you know at the time even though we're, we're a very divided nation and society now but it was true then too you know in the 70s there's a lot of a lot of protests against the war. And right. on the team, you had conservatives and you had liberals. You had, you had um, kind of a crew cut conservative types like Earl Morrow and Bob Greasy and Howard Twilley. Uh, but you also had uh, more liberal types with the long hair and the bushy mustaches, you know. And, uh, and But they all got along under Don Shuley. He really brought them together uh, and united them with this common cause uh, to get back from to the Super Bowl, which they had lost the year before and to get back there and win it. And they really, all these different, very different kinds of people on this team were able to come together as a, the, really the perfect team and just meld perfectly. So, I, yeah, I do think there's a, a lesson in that and it's kind of nice to hear about. And I think you mentioned that in the book as far as how everybody's so diverse mentally and, and overall, but everyone yeah. came together 
to put that team together and win a Super Bowl undefeated has never been done. Hopefully, uh, we carry on to that record for a very, very long time. Do you ever think, though, that we'll ever get to see another team do that? Well, you know, of course the Patriots came extremely close in 07. But other than that, no one's come really very close. I mean, even the teams that had just one loss, it wasn't at the end of the season, you know. So um, who knows? If they play football long enough, someday someone will do it again. But the more they keep adding games and adding playoff rounds, it makes it less and less likely. So I think it's going to be a long time. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Marshall, I want to thank you for your time. Again, Miami 1972 and the NFL's only perfect season available for purchase right now. You could also check out the Miami Book Fair. You'll be out there as well speaking to the fans. But what can uh, are you just going to have like a one on one speak to the folks out there? Ask some questions. Yeah, I'll be at the Book Fair on the 19th, I think, at 3 p.m. And uh, I'm going to do a slideshow presentation, show a lot of photos of the team back then and the city and a little bit of video maybe and but also you know i'll be talking kind of presenting the book kind of setting it up and and of course i'll take questions and and at the end awesome well thanks so much mr marshall enjoy yourself here in miami for the book fair and hope to talk to you very soon thanks rodolfo i enjoyed it Thanks again, everyone, for joining us, and we'll catch you next week right here on the program. Make sure you head out there to the Miami Book Fair. And uh, listen, it's the final episode of Combate Global this weekend, November 18th, a Friday. Great fight card lined up for you. Check that out. Paramount Plus, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can check that out. I'll be on there calling the action. Look forward to seeing you all of you. With that being said, stay safe. Cheers, everyone. So next one. You have an on? Yeah.